On this episode, I'm talking about the importance of vision and revelation. I'm going to talk about some examples from the Bible, and I'm going to give you an exercise that you can use as you go into the new year ahead. Let's get into it right now. This is Your Faith at Work, the show that helps you get your faith out of the church and into the world. God is on the move right now in the marketplace and culture through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at ryanshoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Well, before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that we will have a rebranding coming in the new year for this podcast. Now, it's not going to be huge changes, but it's going to be bringing it into alignment with the vision and direction that God has given. And it's also going to bring some opportunities for you to be uh, engaged and um, and participate in the show. And so more to come on that, uh, but make sure to stay tuned. And if you're listening to this episode after the new year, after 2023 has started, that will help explain why you are hearing a different introduction and a different name of the podcast even. So spoiler alert, that's coming. And uh, it's very exciting though. And like I said, it's bringing it into alignment with God's vision for this show and everything that we're doing here. Okay, so with that very timely topic, let's talk about vision and revelation. Now, as we wrap up the year, it's always a good time and it sort of just naturally happens that we start to look forward to next year and we can take some time to reflect back and think, okay, how did this year go? What went well? What should I do differently? What could I have done differently? What would have made this the best year ever? What went well that I should double down on? That's a good exercise to do, and I would recommend you do that. I usually fill up a few pages with things, and I just write it by hand and take my time, and you can also type it out or whatever you want to do or just think about it and then capture some key things. But really just going through that exercise is very powerful and having that time to just reflect on it and take sort of a a learning approach to it, a learning, an attitude of learning where it's not beating yourself up. It's just trying to say, okay, what went well? What do I need to adjust? That sort of thing. But as we look forward to vision, I'm going to give you an exercise here toward the end of this show that you can do that's very simple and, it, and it's been very powerful for me and I think you'll enjoy it. But before we get into that, I want to go through a couple of verses here that I think really just shows the importance of vision. Now, in in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, it says, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. Now, this is referring to, it says prophetic vision. And now, if you, this, this concept is used in a couple other places, well, many other places, but in Lamentations 2, 9, it says that, you know, it laments when the prophets have no vision. Basically, when the prophets don't hear from God. Now, in the Old Testament, and today, the prophets, the prophetic people, the prophets, hear from God and give the word from God to the people. And the priest would represent the people to God. So they would go and do the sacrifices and represent the people to the Lord. And we have today, we are all prophet, priest, king. We, we are, And we can unpack that a little more, but we can communicate directly with God and hear directly from God. 
And so we don't need a priest or a prophet. Now, there are, it is great to have intercessors and to have people who are speaking into our lives with that prophetic gifting. But, but we, if, we, if we don't necessarily have that right now, we should be able to hear from the Lord right now. And we can hear from him. And so what this is saying, you know, and the other verse I wanted to recommend or mention really quick was 1 Samuel 3, 1, where it says the word of the Lord was rare. And that was when Samuel was starting to minister there. And it just shows the importance of it. Now, it says when they cast off restraint, that's basically just stating that without God's word, God's people abandoned themselves to their own sinful ways. And so there needs to be a vision. There needs to be guardrails. We need to hear from God regularly. And now it's not just this idea of vision, like I mentioned at the beginning, like, okay, this is the direction I'm going. This is what I'm doing. It's really referring to revelation, revelation from God, where he reveals something to you. And we go that direction with that knowledge, with that understanding, with that revelation, and so that's what this is referring to here. And so the idea is to be hearing from God. And so how do we do that? Well, we need to put ourselves in a position to hear from God. You know, we, it wouldn't make any sense for us to complain about a radio that's not working correctly if we don't actually turn it on and dial it to the right station. Even if we turn it on and we don't have it dialed into the right station, it's not going to work. And it would just sound crazy to complain about that. And and so how often do we complain about not hearing from God, not having revelation from God, and our Bible's collecting dust on the shelf? Now, it's something like, and I got this idea from Lance Wall now. This is just, I love this. And I'm not sure if he, if this is from him or if he got it from someone else, but he mentioned how the, oftentimes when we're reading the Bible, you know, you may not necessarily get something right there or some revelation or some epiphany or whatever it might be. Often it happens. It does. But or and just deeper understanding it just happens right there. But sometimes it's just the faithfulness of doing it. And it's like if it's like if you want to bless someone and you take a hundred dollar bill and you just put it in their pocket and they have no idea you did it. And then just later they just find this hundred dollar bill and it's like, wow, or this five hundred dollars, you know, whatever it might be. It's like what God does when we read the Bible. He just slips something in our pocket. And we may be having a conversation a day later, a week later, a month later, whatever. And all of a sudden, boom, there it is. It hits us. But if we don't ever invest that time, what are we doing? I mean, we're not going to invest that time. So we need to do that by faith. We trust God. We rely on him. We know his word does not return void. And so we need to get that revelation from the Lord. He reveals it to us. And and the Bible is a spiritually understood book. That's why it's just so, it's interesting to hear people, um, when they criticize the Bible, usually my first question is, well, what's your, what's your uh, favorite contradiction or your favorite error or what's the biggest problem you think it is? And they usually just have these generalities and they don't have even a specific single thing. But if they do, then we address it. I've studied that all. The, I love that. I love studying those. There are no contradictions, no errors, no issues with the Bible. It, it, nothing at all like that. But back to the, the, the point here, the importance of having that revelation, that connection to the Lord. Now, I want to just ask, I mean, what has God revealed to you? What, what has he already said to you? What, what vision has he given you? You know, what's in your heart? And, you know, what I've found is many times I'm, I'm going to the Lord and I'm saying, 
Lord, what do you want me to do next? What do you want me to do with this podcast? What do you want me to do with these other programs and things that I'm working on, courses and coaching and training and all this other stuff we're building? What do you want me to do next? And it's like crickets or I just have confusion. I'm just not getting clarity. And I realize, am I actually taking action on what he's already said to do? Am I actually being faithful to what he's all, what it's already been clearly said to me, either through someone else or what God said in my spirit or my, and other times that, that, uh, I'm just knowing what I need to do. Am I taking action on that? That's one piece. The other piece is, is there anything that's explicit in God's word that we're not obeying, that we're, that we have a compromise, something there is it purity is it uh you know little things here and there at work is it you know what is it is there anything convicting so those are things that we gotta we gotta deal with right now and and get rid of it and and just treat it like a war you know you wouldn't go into a war without a strategy you wouldn't go into it blind you wouldn't go into it without a plan and so that's the way we need need to approach those things but if you know what you've already been given to do then then by all, by all means, do it. That's what we need to do. And if you have something in your heart, and that's what I'm going to get into now, talking about this vision that God has given you, there's something specific. You know, there's a book by Bill Johnson called Dreaming with God. I referenced this in my dissertation. It's just, it's incredible. And it talks about how, you know, so often we discount our desires and our dreams and our wants and the things that, you know, those things, we discount them as just, well, that's just my flesh. And, well, and it could be, obviously, if it's unrighteous and, and not honoring God and it's sinful, well, of course, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about righteous, God-honoring things. And so often we discount those, but we shouldn't. We should pay attention to those because God created us and he created us to do things. He created us to enjoy him. He created us to, to, first of all, know Christ. That's our first calling. And then he has assignments for us. You know, when we're in, on the other side of eternity, outside of time, and we're in heaven, we're not all going to be floating around on clouds playing harps. Maybe some of us will be, but but we're going to have a job to do. Work is going to continue into eternity. Work is good. Work existed before the fall. And God's a worker. And I'm getting a little off track here, but you kind of see how this all ties together is that you have a vision and God gives you that vision. Now he gives you revelation. He gives you vision. Now we got to go forward with it. Now I want to talk about your vision for the next six months now. Okay. Or, or 2023, you know, the next year or whenever you're listening to this, maybe it's 2024 by the time you're listening to this or later, but think about a point in time, maybe a few months out. Six months out, you and I are going to sit down and have coffee. Now we're getting into the exercise here. You're, you and I are going to sit down and have coffee, and you're just going to tell me about the last six months or the last three months or the last year, whatever time frame you pick, and just sit there and start telling me about how incredible this last six months has been, or whatever the time frame you pick, that all the things that went well, all the things you dealt with in the past that you couldn't deal with before, uh, the things you accomplished, the the habits and routines you have, the just the uh, the relationships that you have, you know how your work or career or whatever it is, you know that, the, that you let go of the past and you're looking forward to the future, and you got you, you know what is it? 
What's on your heart? What would just make this like you are just beside yourself excited? And tell me about it. And write that down. And that's your vision. And that is something that you should look at regularly. Now, there's been times where I've done this, and and this isn't just like a hokey thing to do. I mean, the idea is to pull out of you what's in there and to get it down and get it explicit. Because so many people, we just have these ideas floating around and we never actually capture them and put them down and clarify them for whatever reason. And I would encourage you, do that. Actually write it down. You know, sit there and, and go through the exercise. Actually tell me about it. Imagine us sitting there having coffee with each other or tea or whatever, you know, whatever you want. Uh, uh, and just imagine that and write it down and then visit it. So so what is it going to be? Or, or what is that thing that you really want to do that you've been waiting for? You're like, you're like t- waiting for someone to give you permission to do it. I'm giving you permission to do it. And if you want, you know, go to, go to my website and send me an email and we're changing emails now. So if you, but if you go to ryanshoward.com and go to the contact page, you can send an email to go directly to me and tell me what it is, commit to it. Or if you're, if you're struggling to commit to it, then do you know why? I mean, what is it? Take some time. Don't waste the time. You know, I've noticed that if I don't have clarity on what that priority is, what that vision is, what ends up happening is. I focus a little bit on this, a little bit on that, a little bit on that, a little bit on that, and I move 50 things 2% forward, and I I get nothing finished. <laughs> and it's not satisfying, doesn't feel accomplished, it, it, it's not what we want. But if I have that clarity and that precision and that direction and that vision on exactly what it's going to be, then I can move that thing 100% forward. And, and that's where we want to be. Get the vision, get the revelation, get with God and dream with him. Get that vision with him, get it written down and let's get this thing moving. We're starting this year fresh. It's going to be incredible and it's going to be the best year yet. All for the glory of God, advancing his kingdom. God is on the move right now through people just like you. And he needs you to, he doesn't need us to do anything, but he wants you he wants you to do what he's put in your heart to do. So what is it? Let me know. Go to ryanshower.com. Send me an email. Let me know. What is it? What is it for you? All right. Well, I hope that blessed you. Thank you for listening. Let's get that vision together. Get ready for a great wrap up to this year, a great start to next year. And look forward to that rebranding and more coming, more engagement and uh, just more excitement coming from the show. All right, God bless you, and we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.